I like to give honor and glory to God and say hello and God bless you to everyone listening. I am going to present the second part of a three-part series about the Passover. Today I will be discussing a long-held tradition of the so-called Christian churches that Christ died on Good Friday and was resurrected on Easter Sunday. Let us examine this according to the scripture to see if this is true. Now, Sunday was a very important day to the ancient Romans and other Gentiles. They named the first day Sunday to give glory and honor to the sun and to the sun god that they worshipped. And many of the Roman emperors were also worshipped on the first day of the week. They were also considered a sun god. What could be more wonderful than the sun that gives light and life to all things? They looked on the sun's glory but did not look further to see the much greater glory of the God who created it. That Christ would be resurrected on the first day seemed like an obvious choice. The pagans were already coming together to worship the sun on Sunday. It was easy to say that Christ being the son of righteousness would also rise on the first day of the week. Of course, the truth is that God never named the first day of the week Sunday. Man did that. And what we will explain today is that Christ did not die on Friday and rise on Sunday morning. And all we have to do to prove that is to count. It would be impossible to fit that into the time period that he said he would be in the grave. Many of the things that the Catholic Church taught and all of the Protestant churches agree to believe are simply called traditions. Traditions are established or customary beliefs or religions, religious practices that are handed down through the generations. And traditions don't have to be true. They only have to be taught and accepted. Many people are confident in numbers. And if most people believe something, then people say it must be true. Or they accept it because of emotional and familial ties. They say, this is what my mother, my father, and my grandparents believed, so I believe it too. Let's see what the Bible says. In fact, how long did Christ himself say he would be in the grave? We can find that in Matthew 12, verse 40. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now we know that Christ does not lie and he does not change. So we must accept that he was in the grave for three days and three nights, just like he said he was going to be. Now let us quickly show that it would be impossible to fit three days and three nights from Friday to Sunday morning. And we can do that by simply counting backwards from Sunday morning. Sunday morning to Sabbath morning would be one full night and day, correct? Then Sabbath morning to Friday morning would be another full night and day. And that would be day two. And to get a, to a third full night and day, you'd have to go from um, Friday morning to Thursday morning. Christ would have had to be put in the grave on Thursday in the morning. But that's not what the Bible says. We know that he died on the preparation day. 
We may assume this was Friday, the day before the Sabbath, but what we need to understand is that every feast day was also called a Sabbath. And this preparation day was the preparation of the Passover, not the seventh day Sabbath. The day that Christ was sent to be crucified was the preparation of the Passover. It wasn't Friday. And we can read John 19, 14 to 16, that tells us about the preparation, that is the preparation of the Passover. And it was the preparation of the Passover, and about the sixth hour, and he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate saith unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then delivered he him therefore unto them to be crucified, and they took Jesus and led him away. So that was about, the sixth hour would have been about 12 noon on the preparation day. What is even clearer in the scriptures is the moment of Christ's death. He did not die in the morning, but at the ninth hour. The ninth hour was nine hours after sunrise, as they counted it in those days. And that would have been in the afternoon somewhere around 3 o'clock. Now we're going to read that in Matthew 27 verse 46 to 50. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, that is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there when they heard that said, this man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried aloud, cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. So we know for a fact that he died at the ninth hour. But was he put in the grave at the ninth hour? No. Christ was not put in the grave at the moment of his death remained on the cross until around the even when Joseph of Arimathea begged Pilate to let him take him down so that his body would not be on the cross on the Sabbath. That is the Passover Sabbath. Because remember, every feast day was a Sabbath day and they would not have been able to bury him or to do anything with his body on the Sabbath day. Now to find out about that, let's go to Matthew chapter 27, verse 57. To 60. When the even was come, there came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. He went to Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. Then Pilate commanded the body to be delivered. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock, and he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulchre and departed. Mary Magdalene and the other women returned to the sepulcher on the first day, early in the morning. But what did the angel tell her? He said that Jesus was no longer there, that he had risen. No one witnessed the resurrection of Jesus. Nobody did. It tells us that there was a great earthquake, and the angel descended and rolled away the stone at his resurrection. Now, Mary was not sitting there with that great earthquake calmly watching it and uh, the, the angel 
coming down like this great light from heaven. She did not see that. She did not know, and the scripture tells us, she did not recognize or know that this man was an angel at first. She thought he, he, he was just there working in the garden. So she didn't see or witness any of this, and neither did any of his apostles. Mary was not there. He had risen already before she came. Matthew 28, 1 to 6. And what those first verses are just tell, explaining what happened at the time of his resurrection in verse 2. Now, starting with verse 1, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Now, verse 2 is going to explain what happened before she came. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow, and for fear of him the keepers did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was not crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. So Mary was not in a state of shock. She did not pass out and do all those things that the keepers of the, the, the tomb did um, because she wasn't there. So if Christ did not die on Good Friday and rise up on Easter morning, when did he die and when did he rise? Well, first, let's remember that he said he was going to be three days and three nights in the grave. The children of Israel could not bury the dead on a Sabbath day or a feast day. When Joseph came to get Christ's body, it was around the even, but the sun had not gone down yet because it was still the preparation. It was not yet the Sabbath day because he couldn't have done anything with his body. So if he was put in the grave late in the day before sundown, in order for him to be in the grave three days and three nights, he had to be resurrected also late in the day before sundown. Late in the day before sundown would have had to have been the seventh day. Now, I'm talking about the seventh day Sabbath. If we count backwards from Sabbath for three days, we find that Christ died and was buried on Wednesday. Now, we know it had to be the seventh day Sabbath because Mary Magdalene was there as soon as she could be on Sunday morning. So let's count that. Wednesday to Thursday being day one in the grave. Okay? Thursday to Friday being day two. And Friday to Sabbath, late in the day, because we're going from late into the day to late in the day, so it's each is a 24-hour period. That was day three. But it was before sundown, so it was before Sunday. The angel came with a great earthquake and rolled away the stone of the sepulchre, for Christ was risen. Mary and the other ladies came to the sepulchre early in the morning. He was already risen, like the angel said. Now, I'd like to add one other scripture for you to consider. Daniel spoke about the coming of the Messiah, the Prince, in Daniel chapter 9, 25. And in verse 27, it says, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. When Christ died, the veil of the temple was rent, signifying an end of that time period, an end of the first testament, and the sacrifice of animals. Because Christ is, was the one sacrifice 
necessary and that we need it for sale. The mist or the middle of the week is Wednesday. So in conclusion, Christ was crucified and put in the grave in the midst of the week on Wednesday. He stayed in the grave for three days and three nights. He was resurrected late in the day on Sabbath. The angel came. There was a great earthquake. He rolled away the stone and Christ left. He was not there when Mary came to see him. Mary and the other ladies came that morning and the angel told her that Christ had already risen. And I hope this would uh, give you some more understanding and thank you for listening.